Welcome back to the Wednesday Blog, with me, Sean Kane. It's Wednesday, 27 July, 2022. This week, some exciting news about the upcoming launch of Artemis 1. As long as I can remember, I've always known Neil Armstrong's now immortal words. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. They were spoken a couple of decades before I was born, at a time when my parents were themselves children. I think I may have recognized Armstrong's voice earlier than many other public figures. Then again, space exploration has always been a big deal in my life. From the endless sci-fi novels that lined the shelves of our basement library in our suburban Chicago home, to the Hubble pictures that adorned the walls of many of my classrooms through the years. Looking back at a lot of those novels and hopeful calls for future space exploration and settlements, like Gerard K. O'Neill's The High Frontier, or Stanley Kubrick's classic film 2001 A Space Odyssey, it's striking how far we are now today in 2022 from where we hoped we'd be over the last 60 years. Our last lunar mission ended 20 years to the day before my own birth in December 1972. And besides the odd Chinese robotic mission, we humans haven't been back to our largest satellite since. So, in December 2017, when NASA announced the beginning of the Artemis program, I was thrilled. Artemis, like its twin Apollo, will take humans back to the moon at some point later this decade or in the early 2030s. Not only that, but Artemis is supposed to be the beginning of the first permanent human outpost on the lunar surface, the beginning of a new stage of human settlement. Since that announcement, I've enjoyed the thought that in future, when I look up at the moon, I'll be able to see from a very great distance places where other humans will be living. The troubles of the last few years, the great crises we've been living in with the pandemic and all its associated problems, have certainly contributed to delays in the launch of Artemis 1, an uncrewed mission that will orbit the moon and lay the groundwork for future crewed missions in the Artemis program. There were even moments when I admit I worried that Artemis 1 would never leave the ground, like the Constellation program that Artemis replaced. Many of those worries were relieved a few weeks ago when Artemis 1 was moved onto its launch pad at the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. The rockets, the first launch of the Space Launch System, SLS, a 365-foot, 111.25-meter-tall, super-heavy lift, expendable launch vehicle, now waits for its date on the same pad 39B where the Apollo missions left Earth five decades ago. Only in the last few weeks has NASA given a deadline for this momentous launch, at some point between 29 August and 6 September 2022. We stand at a point on the verge of entering a new generation in our exploration of space, a generation when our horizons are far greater than ever before. The dreams of the 1960s haven't been forgotten entirely, 
In many ways, the Artemis missions to the moon and the future Martian landings evoke those dreams best expressed in our stories. What's more, we have a real opportunity here to make a difference through these missions, to let them inspire us to make our lives better here on Earth. I've often heard it said from astronauts that seeing Earth from orbit is a humbling experience because it demonstrates just how interconnected we all are. It really brings home what Carl Sagan wrote in his book, Pale Blue Dot, that we are capable of doing so much more if we recognize our common stewardship of this, our home, the only home we've ever known. We certainly can use space exploration in the long term to try to find another home, if we continue to mistreat this one so badly that we need to look for a new one. But it would be far better of us if we use these experiences of visiting strange new worlds to, ex to use those experiences to appreciate what we have here even more deeply. My hope is that Artemis will be a beacon of light in an ever-turbulent period in our history, and that it will be remembered as a moment when humanity came together to achieve a common goal for the benefit of all of us. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Tower cleared. The Wednesday blog is written, read, and produced by me, Sean Kane, and I also came up with the theme music. You can find more information about my work at linktree slash esthosdkane. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash S-T-H-O-S-D-K-A-N-E. There you'll find links to my website and my blog. Thanks! The audio clips used today come from the NASA Audio and Ringtones Library. You can learn more at nasa.gov slash connect slash sounds. Thanks to my regular listeners, including monthly supporter Elizabeth Duke. You can support this podcast by clicking the link in the show notes. I appreciate it. This podcast is distributed by Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm.